What is up, Dark Racists? It's I, Caller John, coming to you live, not from southern Los Angeles, but from a fucking warehouse district in Monterey Park. Why am I in a Monterey Park looking at literally just auto shops and a Penske rental? It's because I'm trying to get that bag. Because you motherfuckers don't donate at anchor.fm slash darkracialhumor. I'm alone, uh, afraid and cold. Uh, there's a lot of cars, but there is not a lot of Bond Gen. Uh, if everything goes well to what I want to do in my head, then the second trimester might be Bon Jen. If not, might be me. Um, but we're on scene at the Struggle Factory right now. Bon Jen is on scene in fucking Mexico. Uh, getting down and dirty really on the front lines of, uh, border politics. Uh, Bart Barker, CEO of Adobe House Records, sent him down there, um, really to get business done. Uh, he wanted more of a of a actual understanding of what's really going on down in Mexico, so he sent off Bon Gem to to see what is going on. Uh, our worst nightmares were realized when. Uh, a slow news week was upended by great stories, and that happened during the busiest time of our lives, where the co-host of Dark Racial Humor is separated. I am just slaving away at a, a undergarments factory, plugging in Excel sheets listening to pop radio if you ever go into a prospective job opportunity and they're playing pop radio and you're like oh dude this place might be kind of cool they're playing kind of like hit music it's a it's a red herring it's a false flag that place sucks uh this place you know it's whatever gave me a fucking remote job but i'm here not remotely here in monterey park Fremont Avenue, you know what it is. Um, just plugging shit away and getting paid for a day, which is pretty cool. I like getting paid. Um, I got headphones in. Sorry about any wind, car sounds. But that's what happens. It's just that dark racial journalism. Big stories, as I said. Uh, this might be like a preview podcast. We got our boy Jesse. Jesse's back in the shits. Uh, he's really, really broke bail. Really went for it all. Really got it all. He might be out on the streets doing Jesse things. I don't know if he's going to get fucking work anymore. He probably will. Because he's, you know... Has a big name, nice little brand now. Might be fading, but who knows? 
We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how a little selective anger perhaps might plague the media with certain big booty rappers. Um, your girl and my girl, Cardi B, uh, just used to, used to drug men. And people will probably be okay with that. Because she's just trying to get her money. I personally, it doesn't have that much of a sting coming out of Cardi B's mouth, I think is my first perspective. My first off top, if I was going to give you that. Two big stories. Uh, two pop culture related lingos. You got an actor who is acting as a victim and another rapper who is making victims. Yeah, that's right. I fucking put on headlines. I'm just walking around in a parking lot next to a community service international radio. It seems to be Korean. Might be Chinese. Korean. Uh, just giving you this content because it's what you need. Um, and then you got the good old politics. Uh, less identity, more pivoting. The Democrats might uh, pivot their attacks or undertaking what they want to go as, go on rather, ideal-wise as a 2020 race creeps up on us. Trump, oh, he's getting, this guy's doing traffic school right now. He's probably doing a good job. He stopped a little early. You gotta keep going, lady. I don't have a license. But that's neither here nor there. What I do have a license is to talk about politics. And the Democrats might take up Trump now talking about health care reform instead of talking about whatever the fuck Mueller's talking about. Apparently, the Mueller report was just a someone summary of it, but you know, it's probably old news at this point. Um, so we got three big stories as of March 26th, 2019. This might just be the first trimester itself. I'm not sure. This might be the whole episode. But, uh, I just wanted to check in and check out what's going on with the dark races. Because I'm trying to get that money, first and foremost. I don't give a fuck about the audience. Which is apparently estimated around 20 people. So shout out all 20 people. Unemployed, employed, at work, at home, in the morning, at night, naked, clothed. If you need any undergarments to be in style.com. Shout out skill building. Uh, shout out the day one dark races. Shout out the people that were with us before the spiffy pictures with every upload. Shout out uh, 
people in Arizona and France. Shout out to people that listen to Adobe House the Music. Uh, new Elias, all caps, should be coming out soon. Got a new Sean Lee Quartet. Might be dropping a single. Two great things. Just realized there's a lady in the window. Sees me talking. But she's envious because I'm just killing the pod game. That's going to be it for the first trimester of this check-in episode. Um, Sit back, relax, and listen to this ad that you've heard many times. This ad might be about 15 to 30 seconds long, if that helps you with your endeavors. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. What is up, Dark Racist? It's Bonjin here for episode 61 of Dark Racial Humor, free-flowing in-depth conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. I am almost live right now from Los Cabos, Mexico. It's a beautiful day. I'm just looking at the beach right now, looking at a bunch of people just chilling, enjoying their day. Um, Had a little bit of a tequila for lunch. Was really trying to enjoy the, um, the vacation, but... The news never stops. My man, Jesse Smollett, is free of all charges, and I am incredibly unhappy with this. Um, I was having a little discussion with my parents this morning um, about their take on it, and they are very in favor of uh, Jesse Smollett being free. Um, they, they, they laid out a pretty interesting case, but I still, nonetheless, do not agree with them. So we're going to read a little bit from the Washington Post um, about what's going on. Prosecutors drop charges against Jesse Smollett, drawing strong rebuke from Chicago's mayor and police. If you're unfamiliar with Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett is the Empire actor who um, basically perpetrated um, a, a hate crime hoax, saying that two white men, MAGA supporters, beat him up during a polar vote vortex at 2 a.m in Chicago, and not only let him escape with his life, but his Subway sandwich, only because he was a gay black man. As you probably know, the media jumped on this, ran with it, because, you know, it fit a narrative. Um, And he was indicted. uh, He was charged. And we were all pretty sure he was going to jail. But this morning, the bombshell broke that the charges have been dropped. And I'm going to read a little bit from the Washington Post. This is from Bethany Butler. Yeah, all right. Prosecutors in Cook County, Illinois, dropped charges against Jesse Smollett on Tuesday, citing community service performed by the actor since his arrest and his agreement to forfeit his bond to the city of Chicago. A grand jury had indicted the Empire actor earlier this month on 16 felony counts, 16 by the way, allegedly lying to Chicago police about a hate crime attack. The results sent shockwaves through Chicago where police superintendent Eddie Johnson and Mayor Rahm Emanuel was a Democrat, issued a condemnation of the prosecutor's decision, appearing blindsided by the news. Quote, we found out when you all did, Johnson told reporters. Continuing, quote, this is without a doubt a whitewash of justice and sends a clear message that if you're in a position of influence and power, you'll get treated one way. Other people will be treated another way, Emanuel said. There is no accountability. It is wrong, full stop. Joe Maggots, the first assistant state's attorney in Cook County, said in an interview that his office's decision should, quote, not be considered by anyone as a statement, a signal, a hint, anything, that the case is weak or the case fell apart. 
We stand by the Chicago Police Department investigation, Maggot said. They did an outstanding job, and we stand by the decision to charge Mr. Smollett. Smollett and his attorney said that they were pleased with the outcome. Quote, I have been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. Smollett told reporters at a Chicago courthouse, quote, I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I was accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time. Honestly, one of the worst of my entire life. So what exactly went on here? Everything was pretty much in place for Mr. Smollett to go to jail. After all, he did perpetrate a hoax crime, cost Chicago lots of money in tax dollars, and also lied directly to the Chicago police, let alone the entire country. Oh, and let's not forget the terrorist hoax where he sent himself a letter threatening himself with um, crushed up medicine that ultimately was Tylenol. But I guess we'll get to that later. Johnson, back to the article, Johnson, the police superintendent, said Smollett and his attorneys, quote, chose to hide behind secrecy and broker deal to circumvent the judicial system. Emmanuel said the $10,000 Smollett paid to be released on a $100,000 bond doesn't even come close to the resources the city and police department used to cover the course of the investigation. So all that money is just poof, gone, thanks to Mr. Smollett. Back to the article, Smollett's case, which began in January when the actor said he had been attacked by two men who yelled racial and homophobic slurs, captivated the nation's attention as the investigation took several bizarre turns. Smollett was charged in February with disorderly conduct for allegedly filing a police report. The actor who was black and gay told police in January that he had been attacked at 2 a.m. And show- okay, you, you know the story. Um, days later, police announced the trajectory of the investigation had changed. February 20th, Smollett was named a suspect in the case and was re- arrested the following morning. If you remember, lots of members of the media, just to name a few, CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post, The Los Angeles Times, The Chicago Tribune, all came out in favor of Smollett's case. After all, why wouldn't you believe this guy? Why wouldn't you believe that someone who is a victim on, in terms of being black and also being gay was attacked? Well, I'll tell you why I didn't believe it. Because the story was full of holes. There was not one shred of evidence that this happened. And the fact that people are are still defending this guy to this day is really um, interesting. Um, I recently saw an image of Obama and Michelle, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, standing with Justice Millett. Apparently this was taken today. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they did to get him out, but I'm sure they had uh, a little bit of influence there. Um, because I'm on vacation, I don't have all the facts of this case. I'm going to be doing a little bit more research as the day goes on, and I'll be back to you tomorrow with more information. Um, but I just wanted to keep you guys updated on what's going on in the world. Let's go on to Cardi B real quick. Uh, Caller John talked about Cardi B a little bit earlier. If you were able to get through that uh, first trimester of the Secret episode of Dark Racial Humor. Um, Cardi B apparently a while ago went on Instagram Live and talked about how she, um, and this was before she was famous, I presume, she talked about um, drugging and robbing um, men in order to survive. Um, Here is my honest take on this. Cardi B is a rapper who uh, comes from, obviously, um, just like... uh, she wasn't very wealthy before she was famous. She was a stripper. 
So she had to do what she had to do to survive. Other rappers did the same thing. I can point out, I can name a bunch of rappers right now that said they, they had to rob, they had to, to necessarily kill. But I mean, like if you're Jay-Z or fucking 21 Savage, I guess kill in order to survive. Cardi B essentially said the same thing. Um, this is according to L.com. Cardi B admits to drugging and robbing men. I have a past that I can't change. We all do. I'm going to read a little bit of the story so you can form your own opinion, and I will chime in with my opinion. Cardi B has responded to the hashtag surviving Cardi B controversy that emerged from a years-old resurfaced Instagram Live. In the three-year-old video, she claimed she had drugged and then robbed men to survive. I had to go strip. I had to go. Oh, yeah. You want to fuck me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to this hotel. And I drug niggas up and I robbed them, she says in the video. That's what I do. Nothing was motherfucking handed to me. Um, Cardi B, and this is continuing the article. Cardi B made it clear in the statement that she shared on her Instagram page today that she was not proud of the part of her past, that it was necessary then for survival. All I can do now is be a better me and myself, my family, and my future, she wrote in the caption, accompanying the screenshots uh, note apps essay. Okay. My thoughts on this. You gotta do what you gotta do to survive. I understand that. But if anyone else had said this that isn't a rapper, anyone, I don't know, Bradley Cooper. Let's say he used to let me choose a female. Uh I don't know, Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington, not a rapper. Said she used to drug women or drug men in order to survive. She'd probably be dragged through the dirt because that's the kind of society we live in now. We have to judge people based on their past and uh, not think about how um, how they are, their characters have changed. We've seen this recently with Kevin Hart. Ten years ago, we tweeted about uh, being up a son if he was gay, apologized multiple times, and even though he went through all that bullshit, he was still stripped of being able to host the Grammy Awards. Um. That's just one event that comes to mind. Uh, what's the guy's name that host, that uh, directed Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy was directed by uh, James Gunn. James Gunn, I think in 2013, posted a bunch of um, tweets that were making light of pedophilia. Um, super disgusting. Disney still hired him, even though they had knowledge of the tweets. But as soon as backlash ensued... They fired him only to rehire him again. I'm waiting for the backlash against Cardi B. Obviously, that's not going to happen because selective anger is a real thing in today's society. So all I'm saying is maybe treat Cardi B the same way you treated Kevin Hart. If we're if you if you're going to bring a brace, they're both black. They're not both rappers, but they were both poor. And I'm sure they both had to do things to survive. But if Kevin Hart had come out and said, yeah, I used to drug people in order to survive, he would be dragged and his career would be over. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to get back to enjoying my vacation. That's really all I had to say today. I'll be back with more, a uh, splice of more uh, small news tomorrow. Um, I really want to dig into this Mueller report a little more uh, and whatever else is going on. Um. Signing off right now from Los Cabos, Mexico. Uh, we probably won't have, uh, excuse me, we probably won't have um, normal programming until Friday afternoon or maybe even Saturday. So stay tuned. Enjoy these little mini um, short episodes for the time being. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more.
dark racial humor, free flowing in-depth conversation about whatever is appropriate. And at the time, my name is Bon Jin. Peace out. Enjoy your day.